Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, white rabbit. This movement is growing. White rabbit. We have an army of digital soldiers. Digital soldiers. This was irregular warfare at its finest. Digital soldiers. That story will, will continue to be told here. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. We have what we call citizen journalists, digital soldiers. White Rabbit. Yeah, you can go down the rabbit hole, though. Okay. You can go down the rabbit hole and be incoherent. Mm-hmm. White Rabbit. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. And today with me, I have the one and only, the lovely, deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. How are you doing, Janet? I am absolutely fan-freaking-tabulous. How the hell are you, love bug? I'm fucking depressed and fuck the world mood, but, you know, it is what it is. Can I be honest on this show? Yes, I can, because this is my fucking show. (laughs) And if you don't like it, stop listening. (laughs) So before we get into everything, I got to give a shout out to my sponsors. It's not going to be as funny this time, but uh, it is. uh, First shout out goes to Sirius CBD. Um, you can get all of your CBD products from Sirius CBD. They have gummies, they have Bubba Kush, pre-rolls, topicals. You can rub this stuff on if you have issues with seizures, um, if you have back pain, whatever kind of pain you have. This stuff is great, and it goes through really, really intensive testing, so you know that it's really good, and that is Sirius-CBD.com. Enter promo code RABBIT and get 15% off. Another shout-out goes to the warehouse.salon. Ladies, stop shopping at Ulta. Stop getting your stuff from Amazon. Why would you want to give your money to Amazon in the first place? Because Amazon is the people that are trying to push us down. They're the ones censoring us. So fuck them. If you really want to look good and you really want to give your money to Patriots, this also helps We The People Radio, by the way. So go to thewarehouse.salon, pick up all your products. Doesn't even have to be for girls. Guys, get your beard oils, uh, you know, your, your, your deodorants that don't have that added aluminum in it and whatnot, go to thewarehouse.salon, enter promo code rabbit for 10% off. With that being said, Janet, I am so happy that you joined me tonight. It was kind of a shit show and I was like, I fucked up and I recorded a show and it didn't actually record. And you were like, I got your back, hon. Let's do this. That's right. Absolutely. That's what we're here for, isn't it? So Help thank, each other out. Yes. So thank you for that. So Janet, what's going on in your world right now? What's going on in my world? Janet is a tech retard. Um, emphasis on the retard part. Um, yeah, I spent about four hours today trying to figure out how to do uh, a Zoom background with my logo Um, me and that did not get along. So I almost threw my computer out the window. So you're lucky that you contacted me and was like, let's do a show. So yeah, (laughs) this makes me happy. That did not make me happy. Okay. I was going to say, am I lucky? Am I getting the best Janet right now? (laughs) You are so lucky. You're absolutely lucky. Do you guys have (laughs) snow out there right now? We do not. You know what? It was Yesterday and today, it was warm enough for me to go outside without a snowsuit on for the first time in quite a while now. Yeah. So I went outside and I walked around the pool like for quite a while. And the pool wasn't frozen. No, it wasn't. And and you didn't look like Ralphie's little brother. I'm not going to say that I did or did not. I cannot confirm. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about Canada's trucker situation right now? You know what? Good thing for the truckers. I think it's amazing what they're doing. I think it's really uh, fucking hilarious watching Trudeau trying to uh, pussy his way out of it because 
as we all have seen, they moved him and his wife and his family to a secret location during the the trucker convoy <clears throat> because they were scared. Run, 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 run. Scared. Run, run. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> that is hilarious. So uh, we are actually planning a trucker convoy, one of those fringe mm. um, fringe fringe trucker convoys here and the um i just want to say that again fringe you keep using the horn i don't think it means what you think it means <laughs> i think it's fabulous that they're going to do it here because i did see that and you know i had to post about that because they're going to drive from california to dc so uh Kudos to that. If I live closer, I would drive uh, my personal truck and join them in that convoy. And then I might think about pooping on the White House lawn after I've eaten garlic. Well, I mean, it would be one thing if you were pooping on Joe Biden's lawn, but we don't actually have any proof that that motherfucker is even. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe I should go to Connecticut and poop on his porch. There you go. that would be awesome because then he might think it's chocolate chocolate chip (laughs) brought you some ice cream joe (laughs) straight from the factory so um yesterday it's not it's not uh circulating as much as the canada thing is but yesterday also um australia started doing a trucker convoy that's fabulous Yes. And uh, my old one of my old um, co-hosts, Red Pill Daily, Joanne Nicole, she went out there and she was supposed to go live, but I don't think she did. So I don't know what happened with that. But she said that there is a lot of things going on out there in Australia that we're not hearing about here in the United States. Obviously, because, you know, there for a while I was seeing tons of videos and um, post daily from all my Australian friends. And then like, I haven't seen anything. So I don't know if they're not posting or if, um, fuck nugget fudge nuggets, uh, is censoring that so that we can't get information. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a little bit of both, because I know that they're all tired out there and they've been, They've been really fighting this entire time and Mm -hmm. everybody's like giving kudos to Canada and don't take that away from Canada. Kudos to Canada. But the Australian just now started, though, but the Australia's been been at it for months, months and months now. So and they haven't given up. You know, I did see, though, uh, in Canada that there is a group. I'm going to call them uh, radicals. Uh, since they like to label us, I'm going to label them right back. There was a bunch of radicals out there uh, putting nails all over the road. Yes. Yeah. James from We The People Radio, I believe, posted a video of that. Yeah. So so what do you um, what, what do you think about that and why you why you discuss that? I wanted to pull up something that I saw that I sent to Seth from Talkie Time because he was like, this is going to be another false flag. And I'm like, well, any opportunity, right? Yeah, and there's there's definitely a lot of false flag stuff uh, going on, which we can get to in a while. But <clears throat> as far as the trucker thing goes um, and the butt heads that are putting nails on the road, Uh, You're destroying someone's personal property because those truck drivers pay for the upkeep on their vehicles, just like personal vehicles. That's right. And that's destruction of property. And so all of those people that were being videoed, placing nails on the road, they should be charged. Well, they should be, but let's be honest, they probably won't be. Right. But you think about how much uh, tires cost for your everyday just a pickup truck or mm-hmm. your car, right. those, those tires on those 
big rigs, those are way more expensive. Yeah, no kidding. Time. And and look at how many tires they have on their trucks. And so, you know, and I don't know if you've ever driven like on the highway next to somebody um, driving a truck where their tread blew out. Um, that I, is some scary shit. Yes, definitely. I've had that happen to me because, you know, I, I travel to go back to see my family a lot of times. And I've had that happen so many times. And the first time it happened, it literally scared the shit out of me because I thought someone was shooting at the car. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a it, scary it's thing. Loud, and, then, and then the truck it starts to waver back and forth. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you're anywhere around that truck, you're kind of scared. So, yeah. so this came out and it says a whistleblower within the Trudeau government has stipulated that Trudeau paid Antifa $45 million to create major problems, disruptions, and injuries while the peaceful truckers in Ottawa, and they will, make it look like is coming from your peaceful convoy. Apparently they have infiltrated amongst the trucker groups with smaller trucks. Tell your truckers to take pictures of all license plates, um, big and small cars and anyone in your entourage share this to all the truckers. I can totally see that. $45 million to disrupt. And, and of course, because this is, this is huge to them. This mm -hmm. little fringe, air quotes, that fringe, yeah, <laughs> movement that is happening right now is not what they expected. This is way bigger than they what they expected, and it's starting to bleed out into France, mm -hmm. and like I said, Australia, and now um, I don't know why we're waiting till March, but apparently March first we're going to go from California to. Washington, D.C. That seems way too long for me. I think we should do it now, right well, maybe, now. Maybe uh, they didn't want to disrupt uh, the Valentine's holiday that is coming up. <clears throat> well, I'm glad you brought that up because I posted something about being in support of the Canadian truckers and another truther got into an argument or a debate, I should say, with me. And they were saying that so I was like, this is exactly what they need. And they were like, what, we need the truckers to stop producing so that people can starve. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, but we have to do something. And if you stop the whole production, that's going to wake people up. That's going to make some mm -hmm. noise. And that's going to get the attention of the people that are trying to push these tyrannical mandates on us. And he was like, Oh, okay. So you're saying it's okay to um, make old people starve. And I don't know why you said old people, but I was like, well, we've all known and we've been warning that there's going to be food shortages coming. Mm -hmm. So if you're not prepared, then that's on you. So and there's so always casualties in war. So let's discuss this <clears throat> uh, between two intelligent adults. I'm not saying this other person isn't because I don't know who it was, but uh, let's break that down. If you think about here in the United States, that shit is being held up by the federal government. Um, all of the supplies and the crap that's sitting out in the ports where we can't get the shelves stocked and stuff, that is from the government. The vaccine mandates <clears throat> for the truckers came from the government. Uh, the government is who is literally starving people or planning on starving people because they're the ones that are behind uh, all of the supply chain shortages that we have right now. Not to mention uh, the amount of people that don't want to get the jib-jab pokety-poke, um, you know, you're taking livelihood away from those people as well. So uh, are these truckers purposely starving people? No, they're not. They're standing up for their freedoms, which they have the right to do because they're citizens just like us. And the government is supposed to work for us, not 
anti-us. Right. So there you go. That's my two cents. No, and I love your two cents. And and uh, my rebuttal to him was, what else would you prefer people do? Right. Because whether people realize it or not, this is a war. Right. And And this is how we're fighting it. And this is our boots on the ground. It's not shooting people. It's not going to Nancy Pelosi's house and shooting her, although mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a bad idea. Don't... He did not mean that. Um, he doesn't have any weapons at all. No, They're at the bottom not. of a lake from a boating accident. Um, they're right next to mine. So, yeah, not advocating violence. <clears throat> He's no, making not a point. Not advocating violence at all. However, what I am saying is this is our way of fighting. And I'm right. saying this way is better than going to these people's house and dragging Absolutely. them out of their house and, yeah. and committing vi- acts of violence right. is my point. Now they're going to take that clip that I said earlier and and call me a terrorist, but they've been calling me a terrorist for I don't know how long. So it is what it is. What I want is I want people's freedoms and I want people to have the right to choose. If you want to go get the jab, as dumb as that is to me and as much as I wish you wouldn't do that, you should have the right to do that just as I should have the right to say, no, I don't want it. And you can't tell me that I can't go into the restaurant or the into the grocery store and get food for my family just because I don't go along with it. I don't see right. how this isn't any different than what happened in Nazi Germany. And if you want to sit there and you want to back these mandates and and it, it just doesn't make any sense to me that these people think that they're virtue signaling and mm-hmm. on the right side when they're trying to hold people back from their own freedom of choice. What happened to my body, my body, my choice? Did that go out the window? Well, here's the thing though. Um, When you're a social justice warrior, uh, which most of these people that post shitty things about how they wish that unvaccinated people would die and they shouldn't be able to work and they shouldn't be able to allow healthcare. um, Social justice warriors tend to have the belief that their feeling is the only feeling that should apply and is correct. Um, they only fight for things that they're emotional about and they have no regard for anybody else's feelings or laws or safety because it's okay if you're a social justice warrior to go out, destroy property, uh, burn down cities, uh, bomb police stations, things of that nature, because that's their passion. Um, and they don't expect to pay the consequences, but that is literally what we have done to our society as a whole is completely destroy and tear down. And it started out with, uh, simple things like, Everybody gets a participation trophy because no one should be left out. Everyone should be special and everyone should be equal. Um, And then those equal rights from that turned into everything else. Um, You should not have to pay consequences if you're passionate about something um, or you should get a, a day off of work because you're passionate about something and you should be able to walk out of school uh, with no consequences, they've literally turned our entire society into a bunch of brain dead robots, and that's exactly what it is. And I don't, I don't make any apologies for saying that. And and it's everywhere. I was, I can't even enjoy a football game anymore mm-hmm. without seeing Black Lives Matter. And you can get ha- mad at me for disagreeing with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. That doesn't mean that I don't believe that black lives matter. I believe that every fucking life matters. Exactly. And then, you know, like thinking about that, then they made it or coined it as a racist term. If you say that all lives matter. Okay. Again, again, that's a a social justice thing because there are a lot of black people who do not believe in what Black Lives Matter stands for because they don't help the black communities. They don't help 
people uh, better their areas that they live in. They don't help people find jobs. They literally collect money and cause chaos as a as another wing, just like Antifa. Uh, it's the same exact thing and demand demand special rights for their group while you shit on everyone else. If you are e- a true believer in equality, you cannot elevate yourself over someone else. It's it's not possible. It's not allowable. That is not what equality means. It doesn't mean black people are superior and white people are garbage. It doesn't mean the reverse of that. Like none of that. If you're going to advocate for rights, it has to be equal across the board. You cannot pick and choose based on what your emotion is. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way at all. And and I, I want to get on. Uh, there's a there's a couple things that I want to bring up. One, where did all the fucking money go that they raised for Black Lives Matter? They did don't know. Go, did that go to anybody that helps any black communities whatsoever, or even one? Just show me one black family that Black Lives Matter money raised that helped. Well, other. Other than George Floyd, because obviously now now he's more important than Martin Luther King Jr., but that's another fucking topic. Well, yeah, and they can't tell you because there. I was reading a story about that today where um, there have been multiple people put in request, FOIA request and whatnot, to find out where all of this money that, you know, Target Corporation, Soros Foundation... Um, and all of these other huge businesses, Apple, Nike, et cetera, were all given them money. Um, so people have been requesting to see where this funding is going and they can't tell you, they can't tell anyone because they don't know. Well, don't forget Patrice Cullors and her pretty little expensive house that she bought in an all-white neighborhood by the way um so if you're really black lives matter then that that was kind of an odd place to buy um so outside of of george floyd and uh her mansion that she bought there's no accounting they no one knows so i don't know you explain that so and, and the whole the whole thing is like uh black people are um I don't I'm more subjugated to uh hatred or whatever, but I don't see very many white comedians out there saying, but if it was a black person, he'd be like and then say something funny <laughs> and and talk in a black person accent. And I don't see um there's BET, Black Entertainment. Right. What would happen if there was white entertainment? Well, and and think about this also. Uh, Black History Month. Uh, and here's another example. Women's History Month. Uh, where is Men's History Month? You have to be equal if you're going to demand equal. It makes but- zero sense to me at all. And you know, and here's the thing. <clears throat> I do not have a problem with anybody, with any race, nationality, creed, religion, color of your skin. None of that makes any difference to me. I like you if you are a nice person. If you're a shit person, you're a shit person and I don't like you, period. And it doesn't matter anything else. You know, I mean, you know, from being in the podcast community that there's people that you don't agree with. Um, There's people I don't agree with. But as long as we're nice to each other, I don't have a problem with anybody. I love the people that I don't agree with. Honestly, those are some of the most interesting people to me. Mm -hmm. And and as long as they're able to have those conversations, right. like um, uh, Sean Christ from Kill the Mockingbirds, him and I don't agree about a lot of things, but mm-hmm. him and I are 
probably like, I won't say best friends, but we're really good friends Mm -hmm. because we're able to just, he, him and I call each other and we have conversations all the time, just about whatever. And we get into debates and I love it because he, he's not a Q person. He does Mm -hmm. not like Trump. Right. And I'm a Q person. I like Trump. I have, I have my reservations about Trump. I don't think Trump is God. Um, I don't like a lot of things that he does, but I'm just saying to be able to talk about those kind of things is right. is what makes people draw closer together because you need to have those conversations to be able to be like, Oh, well, I wasn't looking at it like that. Now I see where you're coming from. I might not necessarily agree with you, mm-hmm. but I see why you think that way. And that instead of just saying, you don't agree with me, then that's it. You're, you're canceled. You're a piece of shit. Exactly. And, you know, we can't grow as people unless you can have those difficult conversations because uh, you're, we're not always right, you know, and it's good to hear somebody else's viewpoint and somebody else's side on things. And, you know, and when you have those um, very difficult, very um, in-depth conversations with somebody you may change your mind and it helps you to grow as a person because you're like, Oh, wow. Like I really never thought of it from that point of view. It makes complete and total sense to me what they just said. So if you don't have those conversations, then you might as well just talk to yourself in a mirror. So whose idea was it that when you sit at the dinner table, there's no discussion about religion or politics, because I think those are the discussions that we need to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I tend to agree with you on that wholeheartedly because uh, your family should be your closest source, which some families are very close like that. And some families like mine are not. Um, We're very, very, very far apart on on politics and uh, lots of other things. Um, But they don't want to have those conversations. And I think it's really important that you do because, you know, if you're supposed to love each other unconditionally, then your viewpoint should not uh, chastise you or cast you out as a worthless member of society. If you can't have a discussion and have different opinions. So do you think if you were allowed to have those conversations at the dinner table that you, and I, and I I don't mean to throw you under the bus here, but I I listen to your podcast. So I know very open. I know that you and your mom are not on good terms at the moment. No. Mm -mm. No. So do you think that if you were allowed to have those types of conversations at the dinner table at a young age, that maybe you guys would be seen differently right now. Do you think that they introduced that no religion, no politics at the dinner table as maybe some sort of a psyop to tear Um, away away the family unity? I think that's exactly what's happened in society as a whole. Now in my family, um, they are completely, completely opposite side of the spectrum as far as politics goes and that is literally the only opinion you could ever have is you had to be a staunch democrat you had to be a democrat supporter and from the age that I was able to vote I've never voted that way um I didn't feel that way and I didn't I mean, growing up in the town that I grew up, it it was literally all, almost all Democrat. And if a Republican or an independent ever ran, um, they would always get railroaded because the elections are so unfair. My uh, dead grandparents voted a lot uh, in the elections. Uh, That was common knowledge. And we took death certificates, you know, and tried to have them taken off the voter rolls. I can't tell you how many times and it never happened, but by golly, they voted in every election, which was interesting because they had been gone for a very long time. So we hear about that all the time. You actually have first. Oh yeah. 
you yeah. actually witnessed this. Yeah. Like because your own family, dead family members who were voting. Yeah, both of my grandparents. Um, and, and they had both been gone for, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And constantly their names were coming up on uh, the vote well, rolls and stuff, even though we so they, they were registered. They were registered as Democrats. Yeah, wink. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to bring that up because there's a difference between the John F. Kennedy era Democrats and the Democrats that we see today. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. Yeah. And these Democrats that we see today have been infiltrated so much that right. they're not they're not Democrats. They're they're actually New World Order politicians. Right. And I, I think that's a very good uh, word for them or um, globalist. Um, but yeah, I don't believe it, we don't believe in the globe here at White Rabbit. Yeah, I know. Um, we don't the, we don't believe at the uh, about the globe here uh, on deplorable nation either. But yeah, awesome. <clears throat> it's just um, going back to like the discussion. Like my like I said, my my parents were very Democrat, and they did not want to hear my side of things. I've tried multiple times to talk to them about stuff, and it's like oh, talk to the hand can't hear you. Just take your take your crap somewhere else. And they actually got pissed at me because here's what they used to do. Um, since I was working as a nurse, you know, 12 hour shifts, whatever, I was never available to go to the polls. Um, so I always had to get an absentee ballot. And every time an absentee ballot would come, my parents would be like, do you want me to fill that out for you? And I'm like, do you want to get your hands off of my mail? Because uh, you're not allowed to do that because that's legal. Uh, but it was one of those things where it's like they want to control who you vote for. They want to tell you who to vote for. Um, and so you yeah, remember back in the, <clears throat> you know, 2016 election when it was like, oh, well, all these women voted for Trump because uh, their husbands told them to. Obviously, you don't know me very well because I'm very independent and you cannot tell me what to do, period. And so for my parents, like trying to control me like my entire life and I'm just very opposite of them. They're very stuffy. They're not funny. Uh, they're very hateful. And I am ooh, none of those things. So um, yeah. Usually the black sheep in the family is the one that is able to be a critical thinker and the smartest. And that's why. And the, and the cutest. I'm just going to say whatever. <laughs> I've pat myself on the back. Pat, 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 pat. Real quick. My, my brother is pretty handsome, but I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am definitely the black sheep of the family. Not, not just my intermediate family, the entire family. Same. My yeah, cousins, same. my uncles and aunts, and I am the black sheep. Like I have one person left in my family that, that still talks to me. And that is my cousin. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah. I spawned, uh, another black sheep. Uh, so my daughter is a hundred percent mini me. Um, she is identical to me in every way, shape and form. And so, uh, yeah, like her and I have a really close relationship. Um, and I still talk to my dad because my dad's not an asshole. Uh, but my mom is a total asshole. She is a snotty, hateful bitch. And that's just all there is to it. And, you know, um, a lot of times people are like, Oh, that's really sad that you're not close with your mom. It's not sad for me, so don't ever feel sorry for me because uh, removing negativity and removing negative people from your life enhances your life in ways that you don't imagine. Um, and so I've practiced that my entire life. So removing shitty relationships or, um, you know, bad jobs or, or whatever 
my mom is one of those people because from like as little as I can remember, my mom used to stand behind my dad and flip him off behind his back and tell him to fuck off all the time. And my dad is like the sweetest person you would ever want to meet. So, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sorry. Okay. So yeah, I I would like to uh, piggyback off of that because I also spawned another black sheep. Nice. My daughter, the proudest moment of my life was when the principal called and said that my daughter was suspended from school because she was challenging her science teacher on our earth. She was she was challenging and my daughter's she's like i don't know she's like i don't know if it's a globe i don't know if it's flat but she was challenging the science teacher because he was talking about certain things and they were teaching our kids about how a sailboat disappears and that's proof of curvature and my daughter started debating him and he didn't like it and sent her to the principal's office Well, that is a teacher um, that should retire because that means that teacher doesn't have critical thinking skills because uh, that is point of view perspective. Plain and simple, it does not prove curvature of the earth. Oh, no. And he made the teacher look stupid and he got mad about it because Mm -hmm. she made him look stupid. And so... I, I don't see why that's grounds of suspending her. and It's not. But I was mm-hmm. so proud of her for standing up and, and, you know, that's the person that's teaching you. So exactly. I want to know that you're teaching me the right things. I want to know that you're teaching my daughter the right things. Mm-hmm. And if my daughter has legitimate questions that you can't answer, don't get pissed off and send her to the principal's office. Maybe rethink what you're trying to teach our kids. Well, but um, there again, there's a lot of people who cannot stand to be wrong. They cannot stand to be questioned. And so it sounds like the science teacher is one of those people. It's my way or the highway. And, and don't you dare question my authority as a teacher. I always welcomed my students to question anything I ever taught them. And I'm like, if you have a better idea... If you have a different way of thinking, bring it to my attention. I'm all for that. I want to hear that. I want you to be a critical thinker. Yes. So, yeah. When, I don't know. When um, I used to work at warehouse jobs before I became a graphic designer, and I used to uh, train people, and I would train people the way that I was taught and the way that I would, I was, you know, the way that I learned how to do things. Mm-hmm. And But one thing I always told them is if you have a better way to do it, that's fine because two plus two is four, but also one plus three is also four. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter how you get there. If you have a better way to get there, then that's, that's, you know, and that's the way that we should look at things. Oh, a hundred percent. I agree with that. And I wish that more people uh, were like that and open to that idea but there's so many people that are so stuck in their ways. And it's like, my way is the only way you can do something. Nope. Yeah, like uh, Gavin Newsom, right? Uh, Wear a mask, get vaccinated, unless you're at a football game. Right. With Shaq. But but, but, uh, he gave a press conference and, and said that he wore his mask the entire time except for when he was taking a drink of water. Hmm. Interesting because the only thing he doesn't know about all the press and media that were taking pictures of him, huh? And video footage of him and like people walking up and and like pounding fists and stuff. It's like, and I'm sorry, like why the fuck is Shaq even hanging out with Gavin gruesome in the first place? Also, I just want to make this very, very apparent. If there is a pandemic then why in the fuck are we locking down and having all this shit happen, yet the Super Bowl is going to be here in California? Um, well, because uh, your lovely governor uh, has given a fuck ton of 
Californians' money out um, to illegal immigrants. And so the state is in the red again. Uh, so they need that revenue, don't you know? And I'll guarantee don't you. Don't you know? Don't, don't you know? I'm going to go get me a casserole. Um, I would almost guarantee uh, that none of his wineries or his personal businesses closed down. No, they didn't. They did not. They were not affected in any way, shape, it's or a form. Really, it's a really bad thing, but uh, I'm sorry to break this news to you, but he has a, he has a winery called White Rabbit. He must, he, and uh, I can't say it. I can't say it. I wanted to say something. Do it. Do it. Do it. I can't. Say I can't. It. I can't. <laughs> it, it's three words or three letters. And the first letter is D and the last one is E. But um, he, he is. Duke? <laughs> no. <laughs> The first letter is D and the last one is E. <laughs> but we all know who his auntie is, so I'm not yes. surprised. Yes. Oh, uh, speaking of dear auntie, um, dear auntie's son is under investigation again uh, by the FBI because I guess he's uh, been investigated multiple times for his uh, businesses he's involved with for some shady dealings. So, hmm, but what, that won't go anywhere. Is it like laundering money or something? Uh, don't know. It just said uh, FBI investigation, and this is like the seventh time. Yeah, it's not going to. He's go been under it. investigation. Yeah. Well, no. Too many. Too many yeah. political people in his family for it to go anywhere and honestly most of these people that are high up in the political arena got there from money laundering or uh making bad making deals with bad people and shit like that you know shaking hands behind closed doors is is why they're in the positions of power that they're in in the first place so they're all just paid criminals honestly well you know speaking of making deals um, I think Nancy Pelosi, she should probably make a deal uh, with Denture Cream so that she could keep her teeth in her mouth while she's talking. <laughs> or yeah. uh, a company that makes eyebrow pencils since uh, she likes to draw two sets on her face at once. So, or she could do it with uh, Xanax because I'm pretty sure she does xanax along with her vodka so she's got some sponsors she could get yeah definitely yeah, legit I think, sponsors i think sony might sponsor as uh the michael jackson face of uh 2022 also <laughs> <laughs> ah, aren't you glad we're doing a show together isn't your mood better now it is so much better. I, I, you know what? I've been laying in bed damn near all weekend, just depressed and mad at the world, even though we got this Canadian convoy going and there's so many good things happening right now. But mm. when you, I, I just, I feel everything and Me there's too. been a lot of negative things going on and I've been absorbing so much negative stuff lately that I just, I just don't even want to wake up and face the world sometimes. So I got to tell you a story about that because you and I are both um, very much empathic and, and can feel everybody else's stuff. So <clears throat> Sunday we went to church and I told my husband when we left, I said, I don't know who it was, but there was somebody that was sitting really close to us that had like the darkest energy, like the hair on the back of my neck was standing up and I just instantly felt nauseous and weak and whatever. And so um, 
we were watching a movie tonight and I cannot even tell you what it was called, but it was this, um, about this young kid that was like a, um, uh, a clairvoyant. Um, and he could see things that were going to happen. And so there were these shiny, silvery, uh, alien, evil looking demon creature things that only he could see. And they would always come around when there was going to be like uh, horrific death or like destruction or whatever, something very chaotic and, and evil. Sounds he, similar to the Mothman he, prophecies. He told me, he said, this is what I imagine um, that you, that, you know, uh, like when they talk about like uh, demonic president presences and uh, evil forces being in the world and whatnot. He's like, this is what I imagine your life is like uh, with you, like seeing people's energy and feeling people's energy. He's like, I feel like that's you. (laughs) I I totally agree. I totally agree with that. But, but I think that that whether you're an empath or not, you're going to absorb people's energy. So if somebody walks into a room and they're just pissed off and they're like, fucking this, F that, F them, you're like, oh shit, what the, and then you're going to absorb that energy and you're going to stand off. Somebody walks into the room and they're singing and they're in a good mood and you're going to be like, oh yeah, what's this about? You know, like, so I don't think it's, it's not only empaths. I think that it affects everybody. And when you walk into a room, your energy is a ripple and, mm-hmm. and what do you want that ripple to be is the question, you know? So like the reason I've been staying in bed all weekend is because I don't have a good energy and I don't want that to ripple off to anybody else. So I didn't go to church this weekend. I've been going to church lately. Um, I was supposed to have a Bible study this morning. I didn't even have my Bible study because I just, didn't want to. I almost canceled with you. <laughs> like, even though you were like last minute, Hey, I'll do this. I was like, okay, awesome. Actually, am I even in the best mood to do a podcast tonight? But I'm glad we did it because your energy made me feel really good tonight. And I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. And you know, that's <clears throat> like, even if somebody is not an empath um, and they're affected by negative energy and uh, people's moods and stuff, but a lot of people don't even realize that's what's gone on, you know, and then all of a sudden they get like really irritated and angry and stuff. And you're like, what's the matter? And they're like, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So they're not even aware that, that that's even happening to them. But I always know. And as soon as we got out of church, I was like, I was like, okay, whatever that is, that's you, you're not welcome here. You gotta go away. And so, you know, then I was fine. When you go to church, it's supposed to be that time where you're really, you know, learning about the word and, and, and letting go of the bad energy that you have. So Mm -hmm. if you go into church and there's bad energy inside of the church, then that. Yeah. And it was, it was one it was like only one person and I could just tell it. And I was like, That's okay, all it so this, this person is somewhere really close to me. Don't know right now who it is, but I'm like, Ooh, yeah, no, I don't like that kind of energy. And that's why, um, like my mom, that's why I'm just like, Ooh, done, uh, with that whole business because hers is so negative and so bad all the time. I'm just like, okay, there's not like a happy moment. I don't think in her life. That's really sad. I hope that, I hope that when all this is said and done, that she finds some sort of peace because that's horrible to have to live with that your entire life. Mm -hmm. And then to take it on with you, because I feel like the type of person that we are is the type of the type of energy, because when we leave this, I feel that we're going to be some sort of energy and that energy is going to be somewhat of who you are, like the majority mm-hmm. of who you are. So if the majority of your mom is just 
bitter and pissed off all the time. It is energy going to be bitter, pissed off energy. Yeah. And that's why, you know, it's, it's just really, really difficult. Um, and it's been that way, literally, like I said, my entire life. And it just has gotten, it escalated to a point where it's just, uh, it's toxic. And I mean, really toxic. So I pray for her, you know, uh, I just can't be around it. She doesn't want to be around me anyway, because she doesn't agree with my viewpoints. So, okay, whatever. It is what it is. Well, yeah. Janet, I, I, I know that no normies listen to my show anymore. I think that all the normies <laughs> that started listening to my show either stopped <laughs> listening to my show or I got to them and they're not normies anymore. So people that are awake and aware of everything that's going on right now. And it's, it's kind of scary, but I, I see a lot of good things happening to mm -hmm. Canada, for example, mm -hmm. what, what can you tell my listeners to look forward to, or what can they do for themselves to keep their spirits high? Because you always seem to have high spirits and I, and I admire that about you. Um, you know, the most important thing is just really being able to, number one, forgive yourself. So whatever has happened to you in your past um, that was negative, let go of it. Because once you let go and forgive everything that's happened to you, you can truly love yourself and truly know who you are. Um, and that enables you to love everyone else as well. And so that lightens your mood. It makes your drama go away, removing the negative and, you know, just keep it a positive mindset, not only helps, you know, with, with your mood and your sleeping patterns, and it also helps your health, um, because maintaining a positive attitude and like you have the power to heal yourself, you have the power to make things go away. And so um, just being on that positive energy wavelength and not letting things get to you um, is so important. And that's why uh, like I limit the amount of social media that I do because uh, that tends to have an, a negative connotation a lot of times. For people. So I limit that. Um, I do my meditation every morning. I go outside every day, even if it's freezing cold, I bundle up in my snowsuit and I go outside uh, just so I can look at everything. But just be grateful and just be loving and accepting of other people's viewpoints, uh, whether you agree with them or not. And, you know, when you're grateful in life for everything, even, you know, bad stuff that's happened to you, it's shaped you and made you who you are. So if you keep that positive, thankful, grateful, loving attitude, um, good things come to you and they kind of fall in your lap. So that's my message. So not just physical things. It's not just going out and working out or meditating, but being able to keep that frame of mind. And that's so hard mm -hmm. to overcome, mm -hmm. uh, even for myself. Um, but um, it took me a long time. I'm not going to lie, because I used to be um, a worry wart and stressed out all the time and stuff. Uh, but that's all fear based. It's fear porn. Uh, right. Just just like you know, the media spends your mind does the same thing. And once you get to the point where you can let all of that go, uh, if you keep a positive attitude, then good things keep coming your way. So. Absolutely. And, and as, uh, the great, um, Oh, I'm going to have to edit this out cause I can't think of his name. Dang it. It was a funny movie. Give me a hint. Starts with. Well, Ryan Reynolds. National Lampoon. I like Ryan Reynolds. Ryan uh, Reynolds. Uh, he's on my bang list. 
Vance? No. Well, anyway. Dang it, dude. There's so many people listening to this right now. They're going to be like, you idiot. It's freaking totally lent you my brain poop. Oh, my God. It's infected you now. I'm very sorry. I'll try to keep my brain uh, poop at a minimum. It's. (laughs) Dang it. And you know what? He said he said stress is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. That's very true. It's a hundred percent true. And and the more energy and focus that you put into worrying about your job or your bills or, you know, so-and-so what, what they're saying about you or what you wear, or it's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb to put your energy into little things like that. Um, and when you, and I know I tell my daughter all this all the time, but when you get to the point in life where you don't care, uh, which is where I'm at, I don't care. I don't need everyone to like me. I don't need everyone's validation. I do me. I, I am who I am and I'm always the same. I'm always happy, calm, even heal. I don't get pissed off. Um, so, you know, I agree. 100% van Wilder, by the way, was the movie. There you go. You got it. And with what you were saying is if you stop trying to please people and you live the way you truly feel and you live who you truly are, Mm -hmm. then you're going to attract people that, want you for who you truly are to be 100%. in that. So, you know, it's weird though, too, because, um, like I'm, I'm a firm believer in God and, um, I, I believe that everything happens for a reason. Things don't happen on our timeline. It happens on his, but he brings people into our lives either when we need it or when they need us. Um, and that happens to me all the time. People will send me uh, like guests for a show or, um, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm always meeting somebody new and they're like, oh, I feel better. Or I really needed this conversation or whatever the case may be. So it's either they need something from me or I needed something from them. So I'm 100%. very thankful for that. Yes, definitely. Janet, I'm, I'm going to ask you three questions before I let you go. Okay. <clears throat> nervous, nervous. No, What's don't the be questions. The first <laughs> one is why are you so sexy? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. No, sexy. Uh, please. I know that you've been on a couple of times, but I've not really given you the opportunity to tell people about your podcast, what it's about and where they can find it. Oh my goodness. That was very easy, but that wasn't a question. Um, it is called deplorable nation. It is on every podcast platform available. It is on alt media United and actual activists with an S on the end.com. And I do a little bit of everything, but my favorite thing to do is interview everyday people uh, and what their stories are, because I think people are very interesting. Everybody has uh, a voice and a point of view. And uh, so we talk about, you know, traumas they've gone through, medical injuries they've gone through, um, working in the media, working as a virologist in a laboratory, uh, somebody that lives on an Indian reservation, somebody that's in farming, literally anybody that wants to come on and tell me their story, I'm more than happy to have them as a guest. That's awesome. I, I love and, that. And where, where can they find that on every, every platform? Every, every podcast platform? platform. Yep. Okay. Took and, me quite a while to get back there, but yes. And a, new one, and a new one coming very soon, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Little teaser, teaser. 
teaser, pleaser. So um, my my second question is, did Joe Biden win legitimately? <laughs> the answer to that question is no, absolutely fucking no. Okay. Hundred percent agree with that. And uh, my last question is, and you kind of dove into this when I asked you um, about ten minutes ago about something. But if there is one thing that you can be remembered for, what if if there is one not remembered for, if there is last words that you would want to give somebody, if this was the last time they were going to ever hear you speak, what would you want to tell them? I would tell them, be grateful, be kind, and accepting of each other's opinion, and love each other. Spread love, because it takes way less muscles to smile than it does to make a frown. So, yeah. Janet, I love you so much. Thank you so much. I love you, too. Bringing me out of my bubble and I almost didn't do it. And I'm glad that we did this because this was an awesome conversation, even if nobody thinks it was as awesome as I did. I enjoyed it. (laughs) It's a therapy session. So get over it if you don't like it. Maybe that's what I'll call this episode. I'll call it therapy (laughs) session. (laughs) And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Janet is going to be on before the end of February back with the Great Deception podcast. Um, And we are going to be going into uh, Lost History, Hidden History, part two. Yes. And And it's going to be fabulous. Very much looking forward to that. Janet, thank you so much for coming on and I, I, I can't tell you how much I love you, but thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for having me. And I adore you. So absolutely anytime you need a therapy session, uh, my phone line is always open. And we're not going to give that phone number out online, but you can find Janet. 1-800, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can find Janet on Instagram under deplorable Janet. And she is such an awesome person that if you message her, she will most likely message you back. Yes, I will. Unless you're creepy. So don't approach me creepy like, um, or I might not reply. So yeah, I always answer people. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow truthers, keep digging down those rabbit holes. Thank you for listening to another episode of White Rabbit. We will not comply. With the institution's sick illusion No, it won't be televised Welcome to the revolution Televised government been telling lies. If you're not with us, you better step aside. Witnessing the genocide, everything is centralized. The food that we consume and they spraying it all with pesticides. Easily identify the sheep and the snake, the real and the fake. Giving us a reason to pray. I'ma make my own choices. A voice for the voiceless. They trying to destroy us, avoiding the poison. It's all pointless if you don't have a purpose. If you read the verses, you'll know who we versing. Government can tell you what your worth is. Look deeper than the surface. They don't even want you researching or asking questions. We all being tested. Shh. Shut your mouth, they comply, that's the message Want you to rest on prescriptions that mess with your head Got you stressing, suppressing expression We will not comply With the institution's sick illusion No, it won't be televised Welcome to the Keep the money.
I would rather have my soul They want power and control That's their number one goal All my friends turn to foes Look how easily they fold Even Nazis say they were doing what they told Walking down this road all alone in the cold But my soul never sold I'm exposing the clothes God has chosen this role All of those who oppose Want me hopeless and broke Like I'm nowhere on boats I'm just trying to tell them all about the flood I can feel it in my bones I can feel it in my blood Man, I came up out of mud Only God is my judge I don't listen to these politicians They the real thugs Won't comply with the lies They disguise it as science They want you compliant The media's biased These corporate giants are capitalizing on us By dividing, but I 